Alrighty, welcome to the second No Marks Allowed. This is episode number two. Michael Byron here with Evan Williamson. It's been a little while since our last show, but you know, it's the summertime, and Evan has made the trip down to Macomb, where I reside uh, during this summer months, and we're going to talk about wrestling again. We're going to try and stay a little bit more on topic and keep this one a bit shorter than uh, edition number one. I'll let you take the first, uh, Evan. All right. So, uh, of course, we had the first edition of All Elite Wrestling, their first event, which was pay-per-view Double or Nothing. Very successful. I think he had, like, over 90,000 buys. Are you sure that was their first? It was their first event, yeah. All In doesn't count. This is their first event. Oh, All In doesn't technically count? Mm-mm. Okay. This is their first event as... Oh, as AEW. Yeah, as a okay. company. Okay. And uh, I was able to watch a little bit of it. Um, I don't... and But I was able to see some... See some things also. Some highlights. I thought... It was good. An alternative. Yeah. Um, it was... It seems like it went over well. Um, AEW got... Uh, just under 100,000 pay-per-view buys, according to Forbes. And actually, financially, uh, it outperformed Money in the Bank. So I, I think that's a really good sign that they're... In all they're fairness, though, this has also been hyped up. And oh, yeah. Like the first pay-per-view. It's not like, a month, right. I mean, I wouldn't say that this was their WrestleMania, but like if this was going on, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was like, it's one of those, who knows? Like, I, I if mean, it went up yeah. against WrestleMania, who knows? Like, if they were comparing WrestleMania buys to this, it would have been. It, it probably wouldn't, but, I mean, uh, to compare it to... I mean, Money in the Bank is one of the bigger pay-per-views. I mean, it's not... I need to stop saying I mean in these things. But it's not like Vaseline that nobody gives a crap about. Yeah. Um, but to uh, kind of preface what exactly... The success of Double or Nothing kind of is. We mentioned All In before, which was their first event. They weren't... AEW wasn't truly formed then, but All In got 55,000 buys and was the first indie pay-per-view to draw 10K fans. Yeah, because AEW technically is an independent organization. And then this one, Double or Nothing, got like... Like, what would that be? 85% more buys, I think, is, would be about the right, would be about the right, Matt. So, so they did a, a really good job with their marketing and improving. It also helped because, like, they they, like, use their YouTube channel very well. Yeah. And um, I'm that's sure... How up, that's how they built up everything. I don't watch it, but I know Being the Elite is a thing, and I'm yeah. sure they did. That's where that. all the stuff, they had Being the Elite, Road to Double or Nothing, and that's where you had all this stuff, you know, had these things with Chris Jericho... And, like, even heard some stuff, like, going on, like, where they're already preparing for next pay-per-view events. Yeah. Which, and the next one, is... got it right in front of me. Uh, the next one, their next event, uh, before they go to, t- they'll have more weekly events when they go to television in October, I believe. They have, right? They, yeah. They have two two events, and three events, before they go to television. They have uh, Fighter Fest, F-Y-T-E-R. I don't know why they couldn't spell it normally. Uh, <laughs> it was copyright probably. They have Fighter Fest, which is June 29th, that's the day before my birthday, in Daytona Beach, Florida. And as of this article on Forbes was written yesterday, I believe. Uh, yes, that was written yesterday. As of yesterday, they had 3K tickets sold. And for a promotion that's just starting, 
that's pretty good. That's pretty dang good. So yeah, AEW looks like looks like they're doing they're going to be doing pretty well. Yeah, and they already have like a pretty good setup for for uh, matches already lined up. And what's great is that there's already you know really good like wrestlers and wrestling and John Moxley debuted uh, his out he made his outside of WWE debut at Double or Nothing, which. I, I mean, I expected. I didn't really think it was a work. I didn't expect it to be a work. I didn't like the idea that the whole John Moxley thing was just a work. I thought he was really coming out into the independent scene. He was coming out into the non-WWE American scene. Maybe he goes to New Japan. But I figured he would be at Double or Nothing. Apparently WWE thought that he was just going to do like movie appearances and uh, maybe wrestle some in the independence. Like Especially uh, since Pac didn't. Yeah. Pac but didn't I think that was, I, th I think like hearing some stuff, I think that was uh, um, uh, Visa Troubles. Really? Probably. Because I, I don't forget what it was. That, it was something about, but they, it they, wasn't him hurt. He just, they had a match in England, I think mm -hmm. somewhere in Europe. And then they put that match on YouTube for free because they weren't they weren't going to compete. And he said he wasn't going to go to AEW, so I don't know. Yeah, there's a, a lot of good superstars out there. There was very diverse also. Um, they actually had a guy who doesn't have any legs. Really? He was in the, in the Battle Royale. Is this the guy from TNA? Is there a guy from TNA that didn't? Yeah, have because there was a guy right before I quit watching TNA who didn't, who doesn't have any legs. It might be him. Yeah, it was. It was with no legs. He's a, I think ex, ex um, U.S. Army. I'm pretty sure. Um, but there, there was some, there was some cool stuff as always with a with a good wrestling show. Um, there was a really cool spot where Cody Rhodes in the, um, I think this was after, the match with Dustin. Uh, he took a hammer. This took was before a, the match. This was before the match. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he took the took a sledgehammer, and walked up to a large throne with some skulls on it, and a logo or two. Who do you think that's a symbol of? I mean, I didn't like it because I think they shouldn't acknowledge the other company unless they're working somehow. And he smashed it with a sledge. And he hit it with the sledge. So. Obviously symbolizing AEW, their eventual rivalry with WWE. Is that the better way to, to say it, perhaps? Because they're not rivals now. AEW just started. Um, I think this is this is another conversation maybe we could transition into. Like, you've got Jericho, Omega, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks. You've got a, a partnership with AAA, which is probably the number one company in Mexico. Jim Ross is your commentator, so that obviously helps. I do think commentary is really a thing because it's kind of hard to listen to SmackDown sometimes. Um, and Bret Hart was the guy who presented your new title belt, which I thought was kind of interesting because Bret's a, 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 he's a mainstream wrestling legend. Jericho is too, mind you, but Hart's not really looked at as a, the term is almost, uh, is 
slightly into slang now, independent person. But I still don't think they're they're um, a rival of the WWE. And, and will will they be? I mean, like, I guess I think they could be. And also, as bad as TNA is, and we were just talking about Lucha Underground earlier today, that it's not in good shape. Are they already the number two promotion in America? Yeah. Were they already bigger, better off than TNA? After Everybody, everybody's one better show? off than TNA. I mean, we'll make an argument. Twitch is good. Twitch is good because I think you can get more eyes because anybody can watch Twitch. Yeah. Well, um, it's not as good as having a television deal. Well, true, because you don't get as much money. Yeah. But um, but the other thing is they're on like some like outdoor channel. Oh, yeah. Aren't they on the outdoor channel or something? It's they like, have like a terrible TV deal. And like... End up like during their main event a few weeks ago, they uh, it got preempted somehow in some places. TNA is in bad shape, um, so I would not be surprised if somebody attempts to buy them out. Maybe eventually. Um, I think they they want a new deal, obviously, and maybe with AEW getting such a good deal. Well, it's going to be WWE that buys at least, although they. I don't know. They, they would have probably some of the... they would probably just buy the video library. Yeah, I was gonna say they would just get the video library. I mean, the chances are Jeff Jarrett might buy the library and then like you know work something out with WWE. Yeah, because WWE Jeff Jarrett might actually have some of the library, and that's probably why we can use some of the stuff. I'm sure because WWE likes to use use or would love to like Joe Styles old stuff. Yeah, I mean, and they they use it already. So, like, yeah. like they they uh, they uh, cite it, of course, as we should. Is is AEW bigger than Ring of Honor? Yes, Ring of Honor is considered independent. Yeah. Because hmm. this is Ring of Honor to me. To they still have a really good core though of us of fans. Yeah. I think the problem with Ring of Honor is like the way that they like tape things like you don't really know like that's the problem with impact also is like you have something like there were times when they would have a new episode of impact and it would have like uh bobby Roode. no there was ethan carter ethan carter it was the feast or fired thing yeah ethan carter's already been in nxt for like a couple weeks maybe a month or so <laughs> like, oh i wonder who's going to leave i wonder who's fired so, like, yeah, they definitely need to... This is one of the reasons why I don't like taped shows. As far as AEW, like, I'm tape. really excited to see, you know, we already know when the, the when the championship for... Uh, the world championship is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for, like, the women's championship. I'm mm, probably going to be Dr. Britt Baker, probably be the first champion. Um, I really like her. She is awesome. Just the fact that she, like, during the day, she's a dentist. And then she does wrestling on the side. I just think that's the best thing ever. Well, hopefully in AEW, she won't have to be a dentist. Well, she wants to be a dentist. She wants to do both? Yeah. Jeez, Pete. I mean, you went to school. You went to dentistry school. You want to... And especially, I think AEW, because I don't know how the TV deal, the deal is going to work, like how often they're going to be out. But I think they're probably going to be mostly like in like Florida area. Yeah. So I think she'll be able to uh, keep her practice. Or at least have some, or have something worked out where she can still keep her practice. As long as we're gonna, as long as we're gonna stay, we're gonna go down this road with a, with the AEW thing. Um, what do you think about the idea that of AEW? Well, 
I suppose this is slightly different, but I think that what they ought to do is, like, stay, yeah, like, stay, pick an area, like, pick a region, like, Florida. Um, I mean, you just have to, like, probably, well, they, like, they had, you would have to stay out Vegas. of Orlando, probably. They were in Daytona, um, I'm trying to figure out where All Jet, Out is. They're going, uh, All Out is in Chicago. Oh, it's in Chicago. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, so they have, they have, they actually have three shows. Yeah. They have the one in uh, Daytona, then they've got one in Jacksonville, and then All Out, which is where they're going to crown the first like champion. Which is like a charity show where all the proceeds go to, like, help people, who, victims of gun violence. Um, All Out, which has Hangman Page again for, uh, versus Chris Jericho for the new AEW title. That's like right before the, the, their TV series. TV debut, right. By um, the way, I'm talking about the TV um... This is why I think AEW is smart. So, I'm like, you know, now this could be a coincidence, but they said we'll start October 1st on a Tuesday. Why they choose October 1st? I don't know. But uh, maybe it's because they didn't want to compete against SmackDown. Well, no, it would be stupid to. Yeah. October 1st happens to be the first Tuesday that SmackDown will not be on Tuesday. Because it'll because be they on, Fridays on, Fox. on Friday, October 4th on Fox. Yeah. So I think that's like... Do we know for sure that it's on Fox or if, is that on the Fox family of networks? Like, is it on FS1 or is it on Fox? I think it's on Fox and I think that they put in the contract that they can't move it to Fox Sports 1 if, it gets, if the ratings are bad. Hmm. But we'll talk like more... An, another episode about like what I think AEW should or shouldn't do mm-hmm. and stuff and like things that kind of bothered me a bit about the show. All right, so uh, next up we're going to move to SmackDown and Raw. Um, what what's been going on recent recently and there's a new update <laughs> on the Firefly Funhouse <laughs> since we've last done that in. Do you like it? Do you still like it? Do you think they should pull the trigger on him? Or should they let this... Should they let the promos keep going? So I was concerned after they showed him, like, turn into, like, the monster, basically. Because the next week they... Like, I was concerned that that was going to be the it. Like, he was just going to be that now. I thought this week was going to be his debut. And then, um... But it wasn't. The, uh... Then they brought in. Then they the next week they just basically had an intro video, like a thing. And then like this week he was back as, as you know, Mister Rogers. <laughs> but it, he kept going back and forth between that and uh, and the monster. So I think it's they keep that up, like where he, where he, outside the ring he's like you know. Steve, a cross between Mr. Rogers and Steve Burns type thing. Mm-hmm. That's the guy from Blue's Clues if, for people that don't know. And then like when he's in the ring, he is the, the monster type thing. What's real, what was really funny, there were two things that were really funny to me this week. First of all, um, or not funny, I guess. There was one thing that was really good and one thing that was really, really funny was the thing with... I thought the thing with Sister Abigail was good. Like, the, why won't you let me rest? You know, like... like I think that's, like, Abigail is still, I believe, supposed to represent the demonic side. Um, so I, I think I think that was kind of cool that 
even though why it 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 still it buries this it it plants the seed even deeper that even though he's got this front as a nice guy he still has the demonic side but a he's lot. like he's admitted that though like but he still uses it a lot. Yeah, he said it's still in there, and he uses it when he needs to protect us or something. And uh, the other thing that was funny is Abby said something about Limbo and why it was yowie, wowie, which I think is really funny. Also, I think funny is the cheesy sound effects. Anyway, and he does Limbo, but he does the, uh, like, when he, before he would do Sister Abigail, where he bends over backwards which i thought was really good i thought that was a really good use of what he would do in the ring and something but i thought that was he kind of you have the two kids that didn't i thought that was very creative well no that's the funny part that's the funny part i was getting to is that one of the kids stayed in mellow face annoyed character and the other kid was okay at first and then if you watch that back the last shot is is a single on that kid before Wyatt says goodbye, that kid is about to start laughing. It, like, you can see the smiles in the corner of his mouth. You can see him trying not to bust his ass laughing. It was really, really funny. That was probably a mistake. That was probably not supposed to happen, but I thought well, it was hilarious. You know, little kids, you know. Yeah. I was impressed that that first one with all the kids, that they were like, Yeah, I'm surprised face. that went well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Lord knows how many takes that took. Oh, yeah. Lord knows that whole thing took. I mean, that's a lot of talking. Like, that's a lot of... And heck... Although, I have, I have knows, no who doubt... Who knows when these segments were taped? I mean, they could have been taped long time That's ago. true. I also have no doubt that... Um, which... Um, the uh, Abigail, Bercy the Buzzard, those are, those are recorded separately. They pretty much have to be. I think they're voiced over, probably. Yeah, that's what I mean. So... Uh, moving on to another part of Raw slash SmackDown. Becky Lynch, no more two belts. She still had both her belts the last time we talked. Because that was right before... And right before Money in the Bank. I guess I'll start with... I'm not going to go into just this second. What do you think about her right now? More like, did they pull the trigger too early on her dropping one of them? I mean, I think they should have kept kept having her with both belts for a bit longer. I mean, I know like the. And I agree with that. I know the reason why they gave her both belts was to figure out where she was going. And as soon as it came out that she was going with Seth Rollins, she was kind of like, it was she was going to stay on. Yeah. I have no doubt that if things go, like uh, heaven forbid, like things go south with the relationship, or they decide to put Seth on SmackDown. The first draft or superstar shakeup after SmackDown moves to uh, Fox, I believe those two are moving back to SmackDown. That's if Seth Rollins is no longer Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's nothing that says they can't switch the WWE and Universal Championship. I wanted, I really wanted Becky to stay on SmackDown, regardless too, of relationship or whatever, but because she, she built on SmackDown and they just took styles from SmackDown, which I still don't understand. I really don't because. AJ Styles kind of represented everything. AJ and Becky both represent everything. They were like two of the first people drafted on SmackDown. Well, that too, but they represent everything good about SmackDown. They can actually wrestle. They can actually talk. They can actually do these things. Whereas Roman Reigns and Ronda Rousey are just one of them's a popular figurehead in combat sports in general. The other one is while he can wrestle, 
he's just like way too pushed, whether the fans have wanted him or not. And they use tired old storylines with Reigns. With Becky too, but Lynch has done better with them than he has. He's done about all he can. But I just uh, don't... Becky's had better, better, what's the word? Results. No, not more. that. Like, like uh, somebody that's like, when somebody has a better partner or something, somebody to, to feed off of, a better, like, person to feed off of. Oh, uh... Because she has, she's had Lacey Evans. Oh, and, she's had better opponents and better chemistry with them. Yeah, she's had, like, like... You felt it, and Roman yeah. Reigns is over there with Elias. Elias, <laughs> like nothing against Elias. I think he. I mean, oh, I think, I think he's a joke. I think he could be good if they gave him the chance. Um, well, yeah, the character is currently is constructed as a joke. Yeah, um, but yeah, as far as Becky Lynch goes, I think they pulled the trigger too fast. But I yeah. think that it, the purpose, was fulfilled, and like, at least they gave the belt to Bailey. And like she, like uh, technically, Becky didn't lose clean, so it mm-hmm. still did. Like it still, like did everything fine. Like well, so I still, I still really liked um, an idea that I had, which was Becky carries the title right up until uh, maybe the pay per view before or the one before that, whatever. You have her carry both belts, and then she shows chinks in her armor in various places, and then she. Drops both of them and goes off a of television completely and then comes back on SmackDown when it goes to SmackDown. I think that would have been a really big pop for the SmackDown ratings that week and, and the next week as well. But but I, I, I get why they did it. I mean, they, they always keep the top people. They're always going to push the top people to Raw, especially with the ratings dipping like they are. Yeah. But uh, as far as like I was, I didn't see the match, but I watched the match from like the week previous, yeah. where it was point where Becky Lynch and Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss teamed up, where Alexa Bliss is not cleared to compete yet, so she was just outside with a cup of coffee. That was great, um, and then uh, she she teamed up with Nikki Cross again this week. So I like I actually like that tag team. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No. I mean, I think that I mean I don't know where Oscar and Kyrie Sane went, but. Who? I mean, it's only been a couple weeks. Who? Very soon. Um, well, that's what that's what Vince thinks. Who? Let's talk about the twenty four seven title. Yeah. I'll I'll start this one. Did you watch that live? What? When it when he when he brought out the belt and everything. No, I watched that on. First of all, what did you think it was going to be at first? Or uh, what did you think it was going to be, and what were you hoping it was going to be? I guess that would be. What Mick was doing. What what like the new a, title was going to be because oh, the new title was announced the day before. I I I wasn't I wasn't really sure. I didn't. The only thing that I thought was the because it's not the hard. It's obviously not going to be the hardcore title. They already have two top titles and two middle titles. The only thing I thought of was it could have been a television title. That's what I was thinking. Or. Like with what they've done in NXT UK, and they're they're doing European tours very very frequently. I thought it could have been a European Championship, and that would be a way to expose, um, like the the people on NXT UK to the mainstream audience. 
Like I thought maybe like you would that European title would be on would be the opener to pay per view. Well, according to our truth, it is the European title. <laughs> I will explain to you why he is not good. Okay, dang it. Different opinions. Right I'm here. I'm tired of this. That our truth is amazing. No, great. Um, but no, I thought it could have been a European title. But or or just a TV title that you do on free TV, something to enhance SmackDown when it comes time. But the twenty four seven is like, oh, okay, this is gonna be stupid, and I'm right, it is. There's literally a referee following around the champion wherever he goes in weekly TV, of course. Like no, no the the ref doesn't follow the champion. You have to get your own referee to. Because the champion's not going to go around with a referee because then he can lose the title at any time. Yeah, stay away from referees. Okay, so there's a referee following the trail of people that... Well, anytime there's... Our truth is there's always seems to be a ref rider on the corner. And Drake Maverick, who is another person that they are criminally misusing. I'm not saying he's a great wrestler or anything. He's entertaining, though. I'm just saying you're making him look like an idiot, and I'm sick of that. Isn't that what they did? They did that on an impact, too. He was wrong. And that too. wasn't right then, now was it? I mean, anyway, we're getting off track. The 24-7 title, I want R-Truth to get pinned in a Burger King parking lot. Show me that that, and by the way, I say Burger King because that was the ad that came on when I was watching Raw when I said that. I want the... It doesn't have to be truth. Whoever the 24-7 champion is, I want them to be pinned in the parking lot of a restaurant celebrating their mother's birthday. Like, I want Robert Roode to get out of a truck, pin our truth He's got a referee with him for no reason. I want him to pin our truth and then hit on his mother. Just use the stash, like, creep, be creepy, whatever. That The last part of that's a bit embellished, but... I like I want it to be if you're gonna do the twenty four seven title thing, do it. Do do the twenty four seven part of it. <clears throat> and stop having our truth say what the name of the title is or try to understand what it is. Because it just makes the guy look stupid and you don't need to do that. That's hilarious. It You've been doing well. that for so dang long now. He is so entertaining though. I love that. He's only got seven hours left. Did you hear that one? Yeah. I'm in here 24 hours. I only have seven hours left. <laughs> also, I, why is Carmella his... I mean, I, like, I know they partnered up and everything, but just have Carmella pin him for the title. Who cares? Only that happens eventually. Did you watch the SmackDown where, like, the first SmackDown he was champion? He was he, he was carrying around Carmella, and Byron goes, well, just drop her. And Corey goes off on her. <laughs> he goes off on him. I was like, don't, don't, what are you talking about dropping her? You're not a man. You suck. <laughs> well, and this is... And this... Now, first of all, the championship is like the ugliest thing. In oh, yeah, place. yeah. And, but, and to be fair, it pretty much is the hardcore championship. Just not the hardcore championship. But this, there's no rules. Well, it's also the TV... Well, I think it's also the TV title because they're only defending it on television. I think it should be eventually... I think that you should also put it on the line in matches. Besides. Well, yeah. But I... <laughs> The funny thing to me was was I think it was that first SmackDown when he he eventually wore the wig. When you came out with the title, 
Yeah, which he's wearing the title. And it said our truth in the lower third. Trying to trying to hide. Um, <laughs> and well, no, I'm talking about the best stage segment where he's like he's like hiding from people who are freaking idiots who apparently can't see him. And Carmella, <laughs> have, have you seen truth? Truth. Oh, hey, Truth! Like, literally shouts his name, and nobody, none of the people that they just showed 10 seconds ago looking for him heard her scream to Ruth in an empty hallway. Like, really? Like, I don't believe that at all. But that's like, you know, like, that's kind of like, like, you know, any kind of, like, sitcom comedy that stuff happens all the time. I mean, this... But it doesn't mean I like it. You don't like it when you're watching, like, a comedy and that funny stuff happens? Well, no, I like funny stuff that happens, but I don't like it when it implies that other people are idiots. Or deaf. I like it. I love Like, if, if I am I actually standing... think our truth is the best thing to happen to the 24-7 championship. Because before, like, the way that they, like, you know, just, okay, the first person to come in and grabs it wins. <laughs> that was funny. That was... That was a bad start. The way they started the 21st I like, mean, well, this is doomed. I guess that's the only way you could start it, but uh, definitely, like... No, the, you could start it with a wrestling match. But then who would you put in it? The first two people. I would, have it, I would have it at least be like a battle royal. Oh, there you go. Have 24-man battle royal. But, yeah, I definitely... Oh, no, you know what you do? You know what you do? You have a 24-man battle royal and the final seven compete for the next pay-per-view. I also heard that the 24-7 championship was the USA Network's idea. Like, like they gave them a bunch of ideas and that was, like, the least stupid. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see. What, what do you think were some of the ideas? Um, let's see. Um... Have uh, Eric Rowan kick Mrs. Baby into the crowd? Oh, wait, they already did that one. There might have actually been a Have list. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins no, <laughs> have relations no, no, in the no, ring? No, no. Oh, wait, they already did that one, too. Oh, was that all on USA? Was the Snitsky punt on USA? Snitsky? Snitsky may have been before that because they, it was... I'm actually, you know what? Because they didn't sure get back to the Edge... USA Network until October 20, 2005. I'm pretty sure Edge and Lita was. I Edge and Lita was. Um, but I don't know if Snisky ch- kicking children was. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine! <laughs> like, here. And then you punch it, and then you saw the guy grab it in the crowd. He's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I, I like the 24-7. I do think that they need to do a little bit more stuff, you know, like, with the twenty four seven aspects of it, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to like, like them doing like Crash Holly stuff, like where they're at the Chuck E. Cheese and there's like chasing him through the ball pit. Our truth. This would now this would be funny. Is our if you're gonna play off the character, just do it. Our truth hiding in the ball pit of a Chuck E. Cheese. Just talking about SmackDown, also about stuff with the WWE Championship and stuff. Are Are you ready for Kofi to be done? I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of looking I at mean, my... I'm, I mean, I think he'll be done soon. It I'm kind of looking at my watch, waiting for Xavier Rhodes to clock him with a chair. I hope that doesn't happen. Or Biggie or somebody. Like, I'm kind of uh, I'm waiting for something to happen. Because if you saw, like, the way that everything was going on, um, that when Biggie returned, and, like, all that, like, the pops that New Day still gets, I mean, like, they would be dumb to tear that apart. 
And I would even think that, like, you would have to be careful now because, you know, if you upset them, you're like, why are you doing this? Because they're legit friends. Yeah. Like, if they, like... Well, I guess it can't be Xavier because of... You can't do that because of, like, up, up, down, down and the social media stuff. Yeah. So it'd have to be me. But he's just so darn entertaining, though. I can't put him... Like, I, I still think... You could, if you actually watch... Uh, I, I still up, think up, down, down. I, you could probably like the person that I'm most likely to be to turn heel would be Kofi. Um, I think that I still think that that Biggie could use a serious character run. Oh, he already had a serious character run. I, he's just too enjoyable. What are you screwing him up? But um, yeah, um, he's not going to lose this next time because uh, the whole purpose of it's fifth Sami Zayn, right? He's against no, no Sami Zayn ain't allowed there either. In Saudi Arabia? Oh, 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 that's right. He's defending in Saudi Arabia, yeah. He's facing Dolph Ziggler because... Kevin, I just totally forget about this whole Saudi Arabia stuff. Because Kevin Owens refused to go. Go, yeah. And, like, you know, they have this thing where you don't have to go if you don't want to go and there won't be any consequences. And... Which there may not be because I think Kevin Owens is supposed to face him at stomping grounds. And Ziggler beat the crap out of Kofi Kingston and then, and this is since we've done the last show, and then he profusely apologized and went on the long rant where he said how much he supported Kofi Kingston. And then he went on a, And we were all going, wait, wait, what What are you doing? And then he went on one of those Raven tires. It's gonna be! It should have been me! What about all, me? What about Raven? <laughs> we all went, oh no. So the Dolph Ziggler thing's bad. It just doesn't make sense. And in all fairness, it's kind of a last minute thing. But oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I respect you. I'm glad you did that. But I'm like, why wasn't it me? So now I'm going to... So now I'm going to beat you and I'm going to maim you by putting your head in a chair. Good for you. Congratulations. But it should have been me. So I'm going to paralyze you from the neck down. That's basically Dolph Ziggler's... I, uh, that's basically Dolph Ziggler's idea of a, of a congratulation is paralyzation. Apparently, Raw has a new look. Like, I've only... I think this is... Well, this coming Monday will be the second week. Okay. Or good. the third week of it being new. I didn't get a chance to see the third hour last week. Mm -hmm. But um, the first... Uh, the week before that, I mean... I mean, it's kind of plain, but it's different. Yeah. Starting shows with Beatbox and Brock Lesnar? That we gotta talk about Brock Lesnar. That is people are upset about that he won the, the money in the bank. Oh. I, I agree. But they finally But if he's actually on television for more than one week a year, that, that'd be cool. That and he's finally given a personality type thing. Yeah. I mean, this is great. This is like the best thing like like somebody, somebody said that this was like the first, like the greatest thing they've seen since he was in a feud with Eddie Guerrero and he brought in the mariachi band and he was the conductor for it. That's great television. Uh, and like all that stuff, it's just so... So for those of you who don't know, uh, this week on... I know we were going to talk about SmackDown, but back to Raw just really quick. Because it is... I think it well, is... Well, SmackDown's pretty much... No, with the, with it is that. worth noting. Um, he came out and he's got a... Does he have a subwoofer in the title? Does he actually have... I know he carries it, but is there... I didn't watch Raw. I only watched the highlights this week. Is there literally a speaker on the Money in the Bank briefcase? It's not a. I don't think it's a real speaker. Or does he just carry it like he, a? Beatbox? He carried it like the second week. He actually like made it so it looks like a speaker. Now. Oh, okay. So anyway, beatbox Brock Lesnar comes out, and he's with Paul Heyman, and he's going to announce that was that 
it, it, this was a great segment. They were going to announce who well, he was before going to be that, like, in against. Like when you, he brought everybody out and he was like doing that to Kofi Kingston's song and then to Seth Rollins and then Paul he was over there doing the air guitar and Brock Lesnar told him to knock it off and Lesnar left. But the, towards the end of the night was when he was supposed to decide. Oh, that was end of the night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's towards the end of the night. He's going to decide who's going to cash in on. And Heyman... It's Heyman reads the contract Heyman's, out, right? Yeah. Reads yeah, the I just contract want to make sure out loud. Right. He reads the contract out loud and says that you have up to a year. Looks at him and says, what did you just say? Well, you have until... And then he reads the date of next year's Money in the Bank. or the Or the 365. And Lesnar goes... I got a year. He says something to, uh, that he smacks Heyman in the face. With I his thought paper. you knew. <laughs> he smacks Heyman in the face with the papers, which was I thought was great. And another A plus to Paul Heyman, the the best promo in all of wrestling. Period. He's like, I got a year, Seth Rollins. Screw you. And he leaves. <laughs> but then they have, of course, it looks like they're ruining it because um, you on dot com. Stephanie McMahon said, like, this is the, like, even uh, Corey Graves was like, 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 tweeted something about it. So, basically, uh, she claims that, oh, he was disrespecting the Money in the Bank briefcase by turning it into a boombox. All right. Literally, the, probably the most over Brock Lesnar has been for a bit. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. Um. And he's like, and and he lied about deciding who's gonna who he's gonna face at the championship. It's like, well, he doesn't have to. No, oh, no. Typically, he doesn't have to say. And then he's like, Evan, what? We have uh, news from yesterday. Uh, never mind. I was getting into that. Oh, you were. Yeah. So then it says, okay, Crap. he's going to cash in on like, did it say he's cashing in Monday? Yeah. Heyman, Heyman announced on Twitter yesterday afternoon that Lesnar's cashing in on Monday. And, and you know, chances are that doesn't happen. It could be different. No, I bet I, I bet Brock Party tries to cash in, but it doesn't work for some reason. I bet he doesn't. But uh, You don't think it happens at all? I think he'll, he might be there. No, like, he'll be there, but, like, like the actual cash-in... I think the actual cash in itself tries to happen. It just doesn't work. I don't know. Either way, uh, Corey Graves ends up saying, so the bosses, so the Money in the Bank is able to cash in at his own discretion, and the boss is forcing, is telling him when he's supposed to <laughs> cash in. <laughs> he's like, said something about, like, I'll, I'll actually like look up the actual tweet here. Uh, you can continue on. Yeah. I I just hope they don't just don't mess it up. Like you finally have Brock Lesnar in a place where he's on television, and people aren't pissed off that he's has has your number one title hostage. Especially, and I know that this isn't his fault. Just saying that, I know it isn't his fault. But why did he get the title back? When Reigns left. That was a terrible idea. I think it was just a last minute decision that they had to do. I think it was a last minute stupid idea. I mean, in all fairness, Brock Lesnar, I think Brock Lesnar helps the ratings a bit. I mean, he is an attraction. People don't like it, but it's true. 
It's, yeah, it is. But uh, anyway, here is the actual tweet. This is from at 1.06 p.m., May 31st, 2019. So he is cashing in because the boss was mad at him for not cashing in when he said he was, even though the point of the contract is to cash in at the holder's discretion. Where's my new chair? <laughs> I don't get that last part of it. Yeah, that that but that is funny. And I'm glad that they're letting him do that. Use the the uh, pieces of banter and stuff on social media. That's good. And maybe they maybe they don't let him do that. Maybe he just does it. Which is I mean like Well they didn't fire him. So I mean they let it happen, obviously. Alright, let's move into NXT. And tonight, as we're recording this, is TakeOver twenty five. There's been 25 of these, and not there's a been, dang one been, of them is bad. There's been 24 of them. This will be the or 24 of them. There after tonight, there will have been 25 of them, and not a darn one of them has been bad, by the way. So, uh, let's go through the card. This is in no certain order, and go ahead, and uh, we'll give what we think. Um, should, would, whatever. We'll just maybe should for the bigger matches, but what will happen, we'll talk about. Um, so the first match that's just right out in front of me, not necessarily in order, uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong for bragging rights for nothing. Um, Matt Riddle, he seems to be the of somebody that they want to up and come in NXT. They want to build up a little bit. So I say Matt Riddle, probably... If, it'll probably be a decent match. Riddle wins. I mean, you know my thoughts on Riddle. I mean, he's a nice guy. I know, I know. You he's hate that Riddle. He's so annoying. But it doesn't mean he won't win. That bro, man. I mean, there's also a bit of jealousy because, you know, he's like so chill. It's kind of like, you know, Ben Carson. Like, how is that guy so chill? Anyway, uh, um, I think I actually um, I actually think that because Roger Strong is part of the Undisputed Era, right? Yes. I think Roderick Strong should win. Because in the end, yeah. Um, Matt Riddle will probably win, though. Mm -hmm. I think he will, yeah. Alright, tag team titles. Street Profits, Undisputed Era, which is I'm assuming is Fish and O'Reilly. Oni Lurkin, Danny Burch, and the Forgotten Sons. That's a uh, four-tag team ladder match. And that is for the tag team titles. I think it's probably going to the Undisputed Era. But I would really like to see it go to Lorcan and Birch. I still really like both of them, but my official pick is going to be Undisputed Era. Uh, the only two teams that I'm familiar with, I mean, maybe I'm familiar, I would just have to see them, is the Undisputed Era and uh, the, street, the, the Street Profits. Street Profits. Um, I think Undisputed Era should and will win. Okay. Why do you want to give them uh, the titles back? I kind of, like, I really want, like, this will all, like, I know there's a little bit of spoilers here, but I kind of want, like, the pay-per-view to end with Undisputed Air, like, kind of like that evolution in Armageddon 20, 2003, uh -huh. where they all have the titles. Yeah. How I wanted WrestleMania 25 to, uh, 35 to end with the four horsemen with the titles, but that did not happen. Okay, so the North American Championship, this is Velveteen Dream against Tyler Breeze. Okay, I think... Tyler Breach should win because he needs to do something. Yeah, I agree. And they need to give him something because of, apparently he's like not happy and stuff. And, but I think they'll probably have 
Velveteen Dream win. Yeah, I think Breeze is just coming down to kind of build up and enhance and also kind of get his mojo back. I think the Dream wins this one. But, you know what? I like the the Tyler Breeze NXT edition is what they should put up on the main roster. Like, he's they actually let him wrestle and don't do stupid crap. I mean, he wrestled while he was doing what you call stupid crap. I actually enjoy the stupid crap, but... Um, but I think, I think the dream, I don't know about sure, but the dream will, Vel- Velveteen will win this match because they really like Velveteen and I do too. The women's championship, Shayna and Io, Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. I'm going to go with Io. I think it's time for Shayna to go up. Shayna loses the title, gets her big clap, 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 clap. Thank you, Shayna. And she's up. I think she ought to go up. It, it's about time. She's good enough character, I think. I, I really think her char- uh, character is good enough to go up. Like, I think she can do everything else well enough in NXT. Now, mind you, it's different up top because Vince is still has his hands and things. But, yeah, I, uh, I, think, I think Shayna. It's time for Shayna to go up, and Io should be a really good champion. Um, I think Io should win. I think it's time. Um, and I also think she will win. But uh, what I was talking about, what we were talking about earlier about her being called up, I think, what I think should have, I think Shayna sticks around a bit. Really? Yeah. I mean, she's good. Like, this is, like, well, first of all, if I'm Triple H, I'm not moving anybody to the main roster until, like, the next, like, like, shakeup or, or draft. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like, he's... Very upset of how they've been treated when they go up to the main roster. And like, well, but that's not his choice. I mean, he's the person that. I mean, I think he has some say in it, maybe. I don't, and like, I know a lot of them probably wouldn't want to go. Also, like, let's take a look. Um, when Sasha, like Sasha Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky were around the same time. Yep. They had Sasha Bailey, Be- uh, Sasha, Charlotte, Becky go to the main roster, and they kept Bailey on NXT. It's like, why did they do that? Because NXT needs somebody for the women's yep. division. But I think EO is is okay with doing that. But yeah, but you need more than one. Well, yeah. That's why I think Kyrie should never have gone up. I don't think Kyrie should be up. I think Kyrie Sane should still be in NXT. I think she fits more of the NXT. I think Shayna is more, is a little bit off of the predictions track. I think Shayna Baszler... I also think Shayna has to wait till the other two are re- more ready. I think Shayna is more meant for, for Raw, and Kyrie is more meant for NXT. If that makes sense. I think Kyrie does fine on SmackDown. Like, I think she's good. Um, but Shayna will probably wait till her, her other two people go back. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, that's her character. It helps her character more. And also, like, like we said, like, they've kept, like, a number of people up. Like, Asuka was there for a long time, time. because yeah. they needed the star power. And, like, so Shayna is the top heel. I don't know who's up next as far as heels go. I mean, I guess, like, the other two would, yeah. would be considered. The, the other two of the, the other two MMA uh, fighter type. But um, I definitely think that she should stay just a bit long. Also, um, 
there's not a spot right now for her. I mean, you know, you would probably have her against Becky Lynch eventually, but right now Becky Lynch is focusing on Lacey Evans, mm-hmm. Bailey, Charlotte. I guess that's true. I don't think Evans should be up either. I think she's, she's fine. I think they cashed that way. Or, they didn't even give her a title run, though. Becky Lynch never got a title run. Before she went up? Mm-mm. I don't know. Well, it took them a while to pay that off. So anyway, away from the the women's division, um, this is for the NXT title. This is Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. This match should be freaking awesome. I am very excited to watch this tonight. Hurt, so it might not be as good as it should, or it could. Not should, could. But I'm sure it'll still be decent. Cole. As a should or would, or should or will. Both. Because I think Gargano is next in the wasted pile. Because they debuted in the Rumble. They sent up, they debuted Ricochet, Alistair, Gargano, and Champa. Everything that Ricochet and Alistair Black did to a point was supposed to be for Champa and Gargano. Yep. But Champa got hurt. Yeah, Champa got hurt. I'm going to say Gargano got hurt. I think, I think the twenty four seven title, if they do it right, would be a good opportunity to give to. First of all, I think the twenty four seven title could be a really cool. Well, supposedly thing. they're allowed to do it on NXT two hundred five live in NXT UK, which I do not believe for a second that they're going to defend that title in NXT UK. I think it would be kind of cool for Ricochet unless they do unless they're on a European tour. For one of the two hundred five, one of the two hundred five live guys or Ricochet. I think it would be kind of cool to have him do that for the 24-7 title because then you could do, like, higher on things, like hiding, like, some of the guys that are prohibitively, or not prohibitively, sorry, are um, proficiently athletic that could, like, stand on a, not, not literally stand on a refrigerator, but you get my point. Could do some really cool stuff like jumping over people, like parkouring to get away from guys. But I think Organo, Ricochet, they're obviously getting Alistair Black ready for a true singles debut. I think that Gargano or Ricochet could use the 24-7 title and they could do a nice job of it. I also think this is when Gargano goes up. Or around the time where they started. Because he's been there. Another, like Asuka we were talking about. Gargano's been there a while. And he finally hit his climax. And now I think he might be. He could be ready to go. Because they already teased it at Royal Rumble. There's a 50-man battle royal at Super Showdown. If he doesn't refuse to go, he's probably in that. He might refuse to go since, well, I don't think his wife would have gone anyway, but... I mean, he could. I mean, it would make sense for anybody to refuse to go. But if he doesn't refuse to go, I bet he's in that. Um, I think he's going soon. So I think, and I also think it's time to give Adam Cole the NXT title. I think they should definitely give Adam Cole the championship, and they definitely have to, pretty much. I mean, his girlfriend is AEW, and his girlfriend's going to be is their top female star, Doctor Britt Baker. Yeah. Um, they know that, like, Adam Cole at any time will contracts. Well, the other thing is... With contracts, contracts. Well, yeah, yeah, there's exclusivity, but the other thing is Cole is, like, 
like we mentioned when we were talking about AEW being the elite with Cody, um, Cody, Kenny, the Young Bucks. Adam Cole is on that a lot. Like when they're sitting around talking in hotel rooms and they put it on their YouTube channel, Adam Cole is in a lot of those. Mm, interesting. And that is since he's been in NXT. So that's that's also could be a big difference between WWE and NXT. I don't think Triple H cares because I think Triple H understands that you know because you know they their best friends were in WCW. Yeah, they talk all the time. I guarantee it. They're like, hey, how's it going? How are you guys? Like, oh. The infamous hug. The, well, that was before then. The biggest break of kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that was when they were going though. Yeah, but um, um, and I think I think he also will will win the championship. I I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Gargano, Gargano hasn't been. Was Gargano champ? Champa and Gargano did they trade champ? No, they never traded it. Champa always kept it. Okay. Gargano never won the title from Tommaso, which I think was a mistake. Yeah. But also he got hurt, so they yeah. ended it. Well, yes. Because I think they because I think because uh, like, then Alistair Black got involved in around how that. they re- how he wrote how they wrote him off was like uh, uh, I don't know if this is how they wrote him off, but when they turned like Gargano turned on Champa, and that's how Gargano turned uh, face again. So he's only been champion since the last NXT takeover. Yes. I mean, I think it, I mean. Even though that's a little bit short for a time of ramming, it's not uncommon. Um, I definitely think Adam Cole keeps it. And like I said, uh, there's a potential that Gargano's hurt a bit. Um, I think he stays in NXT a bit because his wife is still there. And uh, also, um, he's been like like on, he's been producing some for NXT. Who? Gargano. John? Oh, really? Yeah. So he's already practicing for time after that um and also like you know that's another thing like if triple h has any power at all to keep people i think i think it'll be a bit before somebody comes up because like i said like you you got to think where does gargano go i mean chasing at the 24 championship yeah that's great but it's not like the best unless he teams up with somebody I cannot, it, let, it, maybe see if you can, but I cannot find Cole's contract. But he signed it in 17. So, do you want to, do you, uh, you want to assume it's like four or five years? So, like, let's, let's. I mean, we know it's not coming up anytime soon because we would have heard something about yeah, it. Yeah, let's just assume that when he signed his contract, he signed a four or five year deal. So let's assume he's up in. 21. Yeah, he'll probably be like, like I think most people are. Just for the sake of, excuse me, for the sake of argument, he's up in 21 or 22. Yeah. Which I, or, I mean, he honestly could be 20, but I, I think it makes sense that his deal would have been somewhere between three and five. So we'll just say he's on four. If AEW takes off, he's probably gone. Unless they. Unless he is a main WWE star. I think NXT TakeOver 25 will be a good one. Yeah. I think that'll be a really good Is that good all show. the matches? Yeah, that's it. It's that means that means the match will be longer. Standard TakeOver card. I think Gargano Cole is going to be a really good match, and they're going to let that thing go. Yeah, I think Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler will also be really that good. That too. Also, is the is the uh, tag team match, is that a ladder match? Yep, that's a ladder match. That one will also be really good. Yep. That'll be fun. Yeah. Okay, so now moving on to Super Showdown... Our predictions for that. 
Uh, Universal Championship. This is the matches that we know as of this moment. We should know more. I think this will be most of them. I think it's pretty much done because that's next week, right? Yeah, it's uh, next Friday. <clears throat> June the 7th, uh, we have Universal Championship. Well, I'm just going in whatever order there are on my screen. Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. <laughs> Seth Rollins. You said Seth Rollins should, will and should? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... Seth Rollins will win. But I'm going to go a little little different. I'm going to say Baron Corbin should win. Why? I don't, it just he seems like the heel to do it. Everybody hates him. It'll be great heat. And, you know, like I said, it's, the fun is in the chase. Just think of how annoying Baron Corbin will be as Universal Champion. Just think of how annoying he is now. Yeah, it'll be twice as annoying. You're wrong. Um, WWE Intercontinental title, Finn Balor Demon versus Andrade. I am going with Finn Balor because, for God's sake, you've got to protect the demon at some point. Yeah, Finn Balor will and should win. Same. I really don't even feel like doing this one. Goldberg versus The Undertaker. Yeah. This one... I'm I gonna... don't give a blank. <laughs> this one worries me. Like... Really? Well, it's going to be 10 minutes, and they're both going to be tired, and everybody's going to feel terrible. Undertaker should have retired WrestleMania 33, or whatever, where he lost to Roman Reigns. Yes. Like, he should have retired like four years ago. He should be in the Hall of Fame already. Um, this is just like not a match that I don't think anybody was... This is the match about. that no one asked to I mean, see. I'll admit the promo for it was pretty good. Well, yeah, the promo for the Triple H Randy Orton thing is great, too. Does yeah, that the mean promo I'm... for the Triple H one, Randy Orton, was the same one from the last time they... That's true. That's true. Literally the last time they faced each other. But, um... I'm going with Bill Goldberg. I'm just worried... He like, will, and I don't know who should. Uh, just, like, I just... The, 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 the thought of The Undertaker taking the jackhammer scares me. Like, he's going to break his hip. <laughs> so, what's your prediction? Um, I think... Uh, I think The Undertaker will win and probably should. Okay. But here's an interesting thing, though. Undertaker's going to be on Raw this Monday. Yep. Which is understandable because they need the ratings. Mm -hmm. Goldberg's going to be on SmackDown. I don't think Goldberg has ever been on SmackDown. Maybe a little bit when he was feuding with Brock Lesnar towards the end, but I don't think he's ever been on SmackDown. I would have switched, flipped him, mm -hmm. have The Undertaker be on SmackDown, and Goldberg be on Raw. But, yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. And we'll, we'll just go right to the other one that means absolute, means n nothing. Uh, Triple H and Randy Orton. I have no idea. Triple H, because he has to go over everybody and everything. Unless... That you need it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Triple H. Okay, on to the matches that mean nothing but are actual matches. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Braun Strowman can will and should win. Same thing, Braun Strowman can and will. Uh Roman <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Shane O'Mac. Why is this still going on? Shane will win, Roman should. Yeah. Roman should win. Shane will win, and this will keep going. Then I don't know why. Um, 
the poor, poor, poor Lucha House Party against Lars Sullivan. I don't think we should do a who's going to win. I think we should do more of a does the match last longer than 60 seconds. And I think the answer is no. Uh, depending on what goes on, I think that uh, I don't think I don't think the match will happen. Like it's going to be no contest. Like oh, gonna, you think Lars just murders everybody before it starts? Well, they're probably gonna beat him up with chairs and stuff, and then by the end, he, oh, he's, wow. by the end, he'll beat them all up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, do we even know who's in the fifty-man battle royal? No clue. Alistair Black can't go because of his tattoos. Well, he's also a Satanist, so <laughs> that's true. That is true. They tend to frown on that. Yeah. Who is Styles facing? Nobody. He's hurt. Oh. Well, they've got him on the poster. Well, he just got hurt. Oh. So, 50-man battle royal. You couldn't find a lift who's in it. And I have no idea. I I'm going to say Ricochet. He's probably going to be in it. He has nothing else to do. If he travels, he'll be in it. Go Ricochet. Yeah, probably. Um, I yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> and then the final match on the card that I have... For the WWE title, Kofi Kingston against Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Kofi Kingston should and will win because the only reason Dolph Ziggler is in this match is because Kevin Owens doesn't want to go. Yeah, Kofi Kingston should and will. So we have quite a lot of title defenses. Titles being defended, I should say, like them, like the title itself being retained. Which I think is fine because this is basically a house show. Yeah. I mean... Nobody knows. Nobody really cares about this. Like yeah. they try, and like I said, we'll get we'll get more to that on our next podcast where we talk about really talk about like the merits of the Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and, we'll talk and, about like, some stuff. That, and then I have my opinions on ways that we can we can work better for all parties. And so the next one's kind of miscellaneous stuff. We're going to talk about the Saudi Arabia thing, uh, that whole deal. You know, should it be happening or not? We're going to talk about. What was it? Our Hall of Fame predictions. Yeah. There's there's gonna be some other there's gonna be some other interesting closer to opinion like it's not already but there's gonna be some more interesting stuff on episode three of no Mar of the No Marks Allowed podcast. So that's it for episode number two. Thank you for listening. For Evan Williamson, who is co-host, editor, producer, and just about everything else. On this show. I also like long long walks on the beach. <laughs> I'm Michael Dian. Thank you very much for listening to episode two of the No Marks Allowed podcast. And for folks listening to the podcast for the first time, where can they find our episode before and our episode after? Find it on Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and more platforms to come. More platforms to come indeed. Thank you, folks.